Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you very much for doing that. We are, this is 1124B. The bees are always wonderful guests, and we have a very unusual guest today. Unusual because um, reading her book, Every um, Memory Deserves Respect, and the website is everymemorydeservesrespect.com, is something I had never heard of nor heard about even. But we'll get to that in a second. This is, as I said, 1124B of You, the Owner's Manual podcast. Deborah Korn is a licensed clinical psychologist who maintains a private practice in Cambridge, Mass., and is an adjunct training faculty member of the Trauma Research Foundation in Boston. She's been on the faculty of the EMDR Institute for the past 28 years and is the former clinical director of the Women's Trauma Program at Charter Brookside and the Charles River Hospitals and a past board member of the New England Society for the Treatment of Trauma and Dissociation. She's authored a number of papers and this book, Every Memory Deserves Respect, Um, and again, you can get more about it at everymemorydeservesrespect.com, is subtitled The Proven Trauma Therapy with the Power to Heal. Now, why is it titled that? Well, I'm going to tell you that I didn't know about the, if you will, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy and that's kind of EMDR, where EMDR comes from. But Dr. Korn, tell us, if you would, um, where you got started and what's the, the story behind EMDR therapy? Mm-hmm. Well, my story is that I was a young therapist just out of graduate school. I had just gotten my doctorate degree Uh, a few years earlier, and I was um, the director of a women's inpatient trauma and dissociation unit. So I was the director of a program where we were treating women with very severe histories of trauma, domestic violence, childhood abuse. Uh, I was treating folks with severe depression and anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder, struggling with suicidality, struggling with self-injury. And I was just not satisfied with the tools that I had at my disposal. And I was back in Denver, Colorado, where I had gotten my doctorate degree, visiting with one of my mentors. And um, I was talking with him about uh, the fact that I, I felt like there had to be more out there. There had to be better, more robust ways for helping. And he said to me, Debbie, I'm going to tell you about a new therapy. It's going to sound very weird. It's going to sound kind of wacky, but I've been using it for a little while now. And um, I'm seeing remarkable, I'm getting remarkable results with it. And you need to go and get trained in this model. You need to run. Do not walk. You need to run. And he told me about this model called EMDR 
therapy, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. I went and got trained later that year and started using it on my inpatient unit every day with women who'd been traumatized, severely traumatized. And I was stunned by the results that I started to get. I was able to significantly reduce the severity of people's symptoms, their depression, anxiety, and trauma-related symptoms. Um, and we started seeing just shifts in people's beliefs about themselves. We started seeing increased hope across the board. And uh, about two years, maybe a year or two after I got trained, I was invited, um, my good fortune, I was invited to become part of the faculty at the EMDR Institute, which was Dr. Francine Shapiro's institute. And Dr. Francine Shapiro was the developer of EMDR. And the rest is history. But- um, Tell me, tell us a little bit, what is EMDR? Do you, do I move my eyes from left to right? How do I do that? What, I know you describe it in the book, but let's describe it for the listeners who like me before reading the book, have probably have no idea what the heck you're talking about when you say eye movement, desensitization, and reprogramming. Right, reprocessing. So let's just take the name to start with. Um, eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. Desensitization refers to the reduction of distress, fear, and anxiety. Reprocessing refers to the re-evaluation or the restructuring of thoughts and beliefs and the transformation of one sense of self relative to past traumatic experiences. It's about moving the past more fully into the past so people can live more fully in the present. And then there's the eye movement component. Now, Francine Shapiro, the developer of EMDR, accidentally discovered that purposely moving your eyes horizontally back and forth while focusing on a traumatic memory leads to a reduction in the vividness and the emotional intensity of that memory. She developed an effective protocol for treating PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and trauma-related problems using this bilateral stimulation, this back and forth eye movement stimulation And she published the first research study on this approach in 1989. She published a study where she worked with rape survivors and Vietnam combat veterans. So hence the name eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing. Now, EMDR is a memory focused psychotherapy that helps people deal with the impact and legacy of trauma and adverse experiences in their lives. And it's based on the idea that psychological problems are related to a failure to adequately process traumatic experiences and memories. So these unprocessed traumatic memories, frozen or locked in our nervous system, continue to affect how we perceive things, decisions we make, reactions we have, and beliefs that we hold about ourselves and others. And present-day triggers, people, places, things, that are somehow related in some way to original traumatic experiences or adverse experiences activate these unprocessed traumatic memories leading to symptoms that cause ongoing distress. And in EMDR therapy, we help clients access and activate their unprocessed traumatic memories with a set of very focused questions, Uh, questions like what picture represents the worst part of that traumatic experience 
What's the belief about yourself that you're still holding on to related to, to that experience? What are the emotions that come up? What are the sensations that come up? We ask a set of focused questions to jumpstart the brain's information processing system. We introduce the bilateral stimulation. And with EMDR reprocessing, a client's distress eventually decreases and relevant adaptive information located in other parts of the brain, helpful present-day perspectives get integrated. So by the end of the work, the end of a given session, we see a real shift in the way people think about themselves, about their lives. They arrive at a place where they're able to say, it's really over, I'm safe now. I was only a kid doing the best that I could. It wasn't actually my fault. I'm okay. I'm good enough. Uh, they're able to land in a place. What percent of people get a benefit from it as opposed to um, have to go on to other things to relieve their trauma? Well, we have a, a huge uh, evidence base for this therapy. And um, what I would say is that early... This is my question. What percent, if you took 100 people with trauma, how many of them would be able to get a benefit from this as opposed to have to move on to other therapies? Well, what I will tell you is in my clinical practice, uh, most people, you know, 99% of the people I work with do not need to move on to other therapies. You know, the goal of this therapy is to cure people in terms of their depression, their anxiety, their PTSD. And if we do a comprehensive... People are going to say, this, this, does, this can't be, she's got to be mistaken, because no one gets 99% success rate with PTSD or other traumas or childhood traumas. Um, so it can't be 99%. What I'm telling you is in my practice, in terms of treating people who have post-traumatic stress disorder, EMDR is an effective treatment. It doesn't mean that, that everything in their life is hunky-dory at the end of working on their, addressing their traumatic experiences. But I, you know, the, the success rate for being able to knock out the PTSD is extremely high. There's there's more than 44 randomized controlled trials demonstrating the effectiveness of the EMDR for PTSD in civilian adults, right? It's an evidence-based top-tier treatment for this condition, and it's endorsed by organizations uh, around the world. You know, the World Health Organization, the International Society for Traumatic Stress Studies. I, I'm not saying that every single client is going to have a successful therapy, but when you're working with someone who is committed to the work, who is engaging with the psychotherapy, we're able to, um, to, to really be successful. There was a recent uh, meta-analysis looking at gold standard research studies uh, in the treatment of PTSD. And in that study, they determined um, that not only was EMDR clinically effective, but also the most cost-effective of the 11 trauma therapies evaluated in the treatment of adults with PTSD. And basically- now, can, you, can you learn this by, in other words, can you learn this by yourself um, without going through a therapist? Or how, what's the role, how key is the role of the therapist 
versus doing the mechanical work? Or do you have to do both together? Uh, EMDR therapy is meant to be done in the context of a psychotherapy relationship. Um, you know, it, we're activating people's trauma, right? We're bringing it to the surface so it can be processed and it can be moved more permanently into the past. And so um, the EMDR therapist help, helps organize the treatment plan. The therapist serves as a guide. The therapist is there at the client's side every step of the way, addressing any fears that might come up, offering reassurance, validation, recognition. You know, it's so important that our clients feel seen and heard and valued and accompanied. You know, I say to my clients all the time, I'm right here with you. I'm not going to let you drown. I'm not going to let you get lost. So I'm there to offer to bear the pain with them so they can stay with the material. They can stay with these memories that they've been working hard to push away, to defend against. Um, I'm there so we can really activate it and heal it. And the role of the therapist is to make sure that the client stays within kind of a window of tolerance, an optimal arousal zone at all times where the work feels tolerable. And at all times, the client is oriented to the present. They've got one foot in the present and one foot in the past. And the reason why we say this should not be done at home on your own, um, it's not, it's simply not a matter of thinking about a traumatic memory and moving your eyes back and forth or listening to tones that go back and forth um, is because you need that, the, the co-regulation, right? The, the teamwork that comes with a relationship that allows you to stay with the work, stay, uh, stay connected to the present and stay in a place where you're observing, you're bearing witness to the material that's coming up and you're not getting hijacked by it. Speaking of teamwork, um, you teamed up with a Michael Baldwin in writing this book. Um, tell us how you met Michael Baldwin and how the uh, partnership mm. evolved. Well, Michael was uh, in EMDR therapy with a colleague of mine. He had spent 22 years going to, I think, seven different therapists. Um, and finally, when he really hit the lowest point of his life, a point in time where he, uh, he was profoundly depressed, suicidal, drinking, using substances, hopeless, uh, he got connected with an EMDR therapist and began his EMDR journey. And from the very first session began to experience significant change, change that he had never experienced previously. And uh, as he was nearing the end of his work, about two years of work with Dr. Jeffrey Magnavita, his therapist, um, he started bringing in photographs to his therapist, photographs that kind of represented different concepts from the psychotherapy, different concepts of healing associated with his work with EMDR. And his therapist said to him, um, you know, these photographs are really powerful. They tell a story. They tell a story of your 
your recovery. They tell the story of EMDR. You've got a book here. And so um, Michael Baldwin came up with this idea of a book that included his own story uh, and these photographs, what we call billboards, a photograph with a little bit of text capturing a concept or delivering a message. He, he developed this concept of a book for the lay public, and he knew that he needed a partner in this work. He knew that he needed someone to do the educational aspect of the book, um, to pro provide the overview about trauma and recovery and EMDR. And so he went searching for someone. And his therapist, who is a colleague of mine, suggested that he contact me. And um, when he contacted me, I was absolutely captivated by what he was proposing. I was uh, really compelled by his story to learn more about this vision that he had. And um, we decided to team up. And basically, this is a book that is uh, written in our two voices, the voice of a trauma expert and EMDR therapist, and the voice of a trauma survivor and EMDR client. And Michael uh, shares his story, he talks about his trauma history, his symptoms and struggles, his experience with EMDR and his process of transformation that allowed him to reclaim his life. And I provide the overview of trauma and post-traumatic symptoms and the process of recovery and the nuts and bolts of EMDR therapy. And I share vignettes, cases from my own practice, and we have about 60 billboards in the book that really um, convey the messages of, of the messages of the book through pictures, uh, in addition to the words of the book. And people can find out more at every memory deserves respect. EMDR: The Proven Trauma Therapy with Power to Heal um, by Michael Baldwin. B A L D. Uh, let me make sure I'm spelling it right. B-A-L-D-W-I-N and Deborah Korn, K-O-R-N. Again, everymemorydeservesrespect.com. This has been You, the Owner's Manual. I hope you've been enlightened as much as I have about E-M-D-R, Every Memory Deserves Respect. Or um, what I've learned it as is eye movement, um, if you will, the process of using eye movement to help you bring out the memories. So it's eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. Thanks very much, Deborah. Thank you, Caitlin, and especially thank you, our listeners, for downloading us. Um, we'll be back next week. This has been 1124B. The bees always stimulating and wonderful guests like Deborah Korn and the A's, the latest medical news of the week and what it means to you. Thanks again for downloading us and hope you enjoyed this as much as I have. See you next week.